Have you ever found yourself confused about the current state of the MCU or whatever the hell is happening with the DC universe? Do you often have no idea what the hell the difference is between craft beer and that butt ice stuff at the gas station? Well, then look no further. We present to you Hops Geek News. We're yet another geek and beer podcast in an already oversaturated market. All right, all right. We drink and we pretend we know things. More often than not, we don't really know things, but we do talk some really great topics and we most definitely can drink. We'll deliver you news and then dive into any random topic you might have never knew you actually were passionate about. With lots of fun facts about beer. And from Marvel to DC and Star Wars, and to why Die Hard is most definitely a Christmas movie. Which it is. Basically anything that our spouses are sick of hearing us talk about. Join us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. New episodes weekly. Just search Hops News. For Nerds by Nerds Production. Podcast. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And today we are going to talk about action movies. Uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite action movies and, and what happened to the genre and how it morphed and changed and what it is today, just because everybody loves action movies. Before we do that, though, we will dive right into our new segment, the Be Kind Rewind. This week's Be Kind Rewind is brought to you by... A brand new podcast out of the UK called Next on Netflix. This guy named Matt, he does like 20-minute episodes where he just breaks down everything that's coming to Netflix. It's a bi-weekly. Is that bi-weekly? Is every two weeks, right? It's every two weeks. He will go through, and, and the first episode, he'll tell you everything coming out on the 15th, and then the next episode, he'll tell you everything coming out up to the first. Huh. It's really good. There was a show on E! when I was a little kid called uh, Coming Attractions. Do you remember that show? I do remember Coming Attractions, yep. Only I wasn't And they just kid. play, like, movie trailers. Yeah. Yeah, they do movie trailers and then tell you about the movies and stuff. It was a really cool way to see, uh, to hear about movies that uh, might not be coming to a theater around where you live. So it's kind of like that. And uh, he breaks down a lot of, a lot of cool stuff in there. So uh, here is a clip from Next on Netflix. It's next on Netflix, seems world is dreams, we've got it all, it's next on Netflix. In this episode, we're going to be delving into the new releases hitting Netflix from the 15th of February up until the end of the month. We're also going to introduce some new segments into this episode and forthcoming preview episodes. So we're going to start with taking a look at the noteworthy Netflix originals. Segment two will then be looking at any new seasons of existing shows dropping and older licensed movies, etc. that are going to be hitting the streaming platform. We're then going to take a quick break and start showcasing our favourite podcast of the week. And finally, to finish off, we're going to be breaking down some of the main latest news from Netflix. I can't wait. I hope you can't too. So without further ado, 
Let's see what's next on Netflix. All right, so make sure, yeah, make sure you go follow him on Twitter and uh, check out his show. Like I said, it's really cool. I'm, I'm sure it's super informative. I, I'm going to have to go check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and like I said, the episodes are are pretty short, so they're easily digestible, and he's very entertaining. So, uh, yeah, get on that. Bed, you want to kick this one off? I haven't strayed too far from the path uh, of the last episode. I'm still watching all of those. Uh, I can say what's coming up. I'm about to watch the new series Clarice that just got released, which is another spin on Silence of the Lambs. Can't wait for that. I don't know what to expect. Uh, but that's, Is that the uh, same girl that was Clarice in Hannibal? I don't think so. I think it's a whole new actress, all new everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go back to watch Hannibal again, but I don't think it is. Um, that I'm excited for. Uh, what else have I watched? Oh, uh... I've been watching a YouTube uh, chef called Babish, Binging with Babish. Uh, it's a very, I, you know, I love to cook, so um, I just, I can watch this guy all day because he's got a real, like, deep, soothing voice, and he talks like this. And he's, like, from Massachusetts, and he's super witty, so everything he does is funny. Um, cooks to perfection. This guy should be running, a like, a, a Michelin star restaurant, but instead he's on YouTube making a fuck ton of money. Um, which is probably better than running a Michelin star restaurant. Um, he has three different channels on YouTube. One is called Binging with Babish. That's the one I watch the most. Basics with Babish and then Being with Babish. And if you're subscribed to one, you subscribe to all. Um, and he's been doing this for, I want to say it goes back almost 10 years. And I don't know. I've never heard of him before, but totally awesome. Love the guy. Love watching what he does. And he does specials here and there. And then he has guest stars and things like that. So my recommendation for this week, Benjamin with Babish. Um, Movie-wise, I don't think I've watched a movie all week. I've fallen asleep to a couple. I threw some Harry Potter on to fall asleep <laughs> the other night. Because uh, the music soothes no me, shit. you know what I mean? Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, very lullaby music. And because I'm only five seasons into Hawaii Five O, I'm just that's all I'm watching. I'm really crushing Hawaii Five O though. Mine this week is I uh, I got it from the Next on Netflix podcast is a show brand new to Netflix. It's a cartoon called Kid Cosmic, and it's f- fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's by the creators of the Powerpuff Girls and the Fosters Home for Imaginary Friends. Really. Yeah, it's but it's like a uh, what they call like a serial show. So it's like an over, like it's one long storyline. Like every episode just leads right into the next episode. Yeah, that's awesome. It's not like a it's yeah it's not like a traditional cartoon where every episode's different. It's this kid, and it's it's fantastic for every single age because it's fun and it's funny and it's colorful for like kids. But then there's some real like shit in there for adults. <laughs> um, that's the part I want. Like, Show, yeah. Show opens up like Alien Amar- um, Armada is is following this spaceship trying to shoot him down. He's got these five rocks in this kind of sphere. He t- takes a hit from a missile. Rocks fall down and smash open. He grabs one. It opens a portal. He flies through the portal. One of the aliens follows him through the portal. He crash lands on Earth. The kid, his name's Kid, 
<laughs> he uh, is a kid, wants to be a superhero. He uh, he watches. He sees the the ship crash, and he finds the rocks, and he's like, "Finally, it's happened!" Because all he does is read comic books. That's awesome. And uh, so he glues them to like bolts, <laughs> like like uh, like uh, yeah, like bolts for like nuts and bolts, Damn. and uh, <laughs> just wears them as like power rings. But then figures out that they actually have powers. <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, but like, there's all these like subtle things you see. Like he lives with his grandpa named Papa G. It was just kind of this like long bearded, like burnt out kind of hippie that lives in the desert. Like it's all set in the desert. Uh, and he, the kid, keeps the ring, uh, the green ring, which is for flight, so he can fly. Um, but then, like, his little group of people, which includes, like, a teenager that works at the diner. She gets the teleporting ring. Um, a two-year-old that always wants to be the kid's friend gets the blue one, which makes her a giant. <laughs> so she turns into a giant. So a giant baby, like, running around. That's awesome. Um, Papa G gets the yellow one, which you can make, like, copies of yourself. And then his cat named uh, Tuna Sandwich... Gets the red one, which like shows you the future. So it's it's it is. So only the cat like, knows what's gonna like, happen next. Yeah, um, <laughs> the alien that followed him through, like they wind up trapping him, like in his trailer. Like they teleport him like halfway through the floor. So then he's stuck in the floor, and he has like a uh, like Universal translator on his chest. So he like clicks through it to find English, and he's like trying to threaten him. They're like, you're stuck here. They wind up naming him Stuck Chuck, <laughs> and it's it's just fantastic. Like the kid is uh, like his parents died in like an accident, and like, like he every was good superhero like, should. Like, he, yeah, like they like don't. There's not like an episode where they like show you a flashback of what happened or anything, but there's like subtle subtle things through like every episode to be like this kid's had a really rough life, and that's why he's like escaping into this like world of imagination but then it turns out everything he's saying is true so it's really it's really cool yeah it's awesome um and i can't wait to watch the rest of it so go check that out other than that i'm still uh just watching the same old usual shit wandavision's really good <laughs> oh yeah we did watch wandavision yeah yeah, yeah. WandaVision was holy amazing. shit uh i can't wait for next week because they're still they're still uh pushing that um like major surprise you know, who's the next guest star is yeah. going to be. And I saw yeah. somebody that did a speculation today that it's going to be Hank. Uh, Hank McCoy is going to be the next. Uh, oh, from the X-Men. Yeah. This is, he, he said, no spoilers. He goes, this is my assumption that the aerospace engineer that uh, Monica's talking about. or Is it Monica? Yeah, Monica Rambeau uh, yeah. is talking about is going to be Hank McCoy. Before he's the beast, yeah. so it's it's gonna be pre X Men. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. A lot of people think maybe it's gonna be uh, Reed Richards or Sue Storm. Right, but they're also saying because of that the the four uh, space the the most the four astronauts that are still lost, they've already been like accounted for. That's them. That's where they are. Um, yeah. So she, he's like the only one that fits the bill for everybody is that it's a male it's an aerospace engineer and he broke down like five or six different people he goes the only one that fits the bill is hank mccoy and i'm like that yeah, that cool. would be a good twist because there's your introduction there's your introduction to yeah. the x-men and what's coming next so it's gonna be 
phenomenal. The next six years, eight years of our lives are just going to be filled with this shit, and it's going to be amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm super stoked. That means I'm I'm happy and stupid <laughs> right, at yeah. the same time. <laughs> so let's let's uh, that was the be kind rewind. Let's move into some news. Not not a ton of news, but. A little bit of news. Uh, speaking of the creators of the Powerpuff Girls, the CW is getting a live-action, like, Riverdale-style show of the Powerpuff Girls. What? Where they're, no. where they're, like, teenagers or adults, and it's like, oh, God, I don't need to see fucking Bubbles, like, making out with her gym teacher or whatever. Like, <laughs> that's going to be weird. <laughs> okay, and I might be the only jackass my age, but first... I don't give shit about the Powerpuff Girls. Never have, never will. So I don't know if I'm stoked for that or not. I've just, you know what it is, is they were beyond, I was an adult, like full-blown adult when those came out. My kids might have watched them, but I didn't get a lot of, like, FaceTime with the the Powerpuff Girls. So I don't know much about it, I guess, to to care about. And that's, for me, it is really funny. When cartoons went flat instead of, like, trying to be cool. You know, and everything's just flat animation. It, I kind of lost interest. So, if I go back and watch it, I might like it. I don't know, but right now I'm on the fence. Yeah, Netflix is getting a couple of different new animated series. They're going to get a new King Kong series. Ooh, uh, I think it's just called good. Skull Island. Yeah, that that should be pretty cool because they have one on there already that uh, Mason, my son, loves. Um, but it's like a little weird looking. But uh, they're also getting a new Sonic the Hedgehog animated series. Ooh, that! And I'm pretty pumped about that. I love the original. That, yeah, it is. It is weird, but it's fun. It was really fun, but that's what cartoons were back then. Super fun. Yeah, and there was like a bunch. There was like one right after another, right after another. Um, and then I guess lastly, the only uh, big piece of news. Is we're recording this on Saturday night, so but this comes out on Monday, um, so tomorrow for us, but yesterday for all of you, uh, the Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer drops on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. The last few days we've been getting little like ten second teaser trailers um, and like images and everything else released, and I've been chatting with a this motherfucker. <laughs> I've been ch- I've been chatting with a lot of people online today and yesterday about like what this means and if it's good, like where does it go? And like we got a new look at the Joker, Jared Leto's Joker. Yep, it's going to be in this movie. Um, and then interestingly enough, like an image of Batman from his like nightmare costume was released, and it's in set in the exact same room that the Joker ones are in. So. I don't know if those are just promotional, but if they're from the film, then that means the Joker scenes that are in this movie are set in the future, which is that's right. And wild. I, I actually saw a write-up on it saying that they're snippets from a, a future sequence that he is in, just like the dream sequence he had originally, just before he saw yeah. The Flash. So it's it's going to be set up like that so it's the joker telling batman or something I, from what i've read it's the joker telling the batman about uh what he can do to save the future i guess i'm not i'm not quite sure how it went yeah real real interesting stuff especially with the fact that this will be the first time we actually see ben affleck's batman interact with that version of the joker 
Yeah. Like they were in the Suicide Squad together, but they weren't, they never were face to face at all. Right. So I'm looking forward to it. This um, is going to so yeah, be insane. Very, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Uh, just a reminder if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, we're keying up to do Justice League versus Godzilla and Kong month, all of March. We will be doing commentary tracks for Man of Steel. Hell yeah. Batman versus Superman. Hell yeah. And the Justice League. <laughs> and then we'll also be doing commentaries for Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla King of the Monsters. I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. I, I'm gonna tell you I don't have much uh experience with any of the monster ones. I've watched them maybe once when they first came out and then just kind of brushed them aside. I've never been the fan of all that, but I'm stoked to watch it with you and I can't wait to do the the whole commentary on all of it. I love all of those, and I, I haven't watched them. I think I've, the only one I've seen twice is 2014 Godzilla. I've only seen Skull Island once, and I only saw King of the Monsters in theaters, so I'm pumped to rewatch all of them. Yeah, I can't Not wait. so much the DC movies. <laughs> and you know what? I just, I'm, I, I'm I pumped told to rewatch you. Man of Steel, but... Uh, last month, that's what I did. Every night, I'd watch a different DC movie. I watched them all. I've watched every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, just to rewatch them and go, well, these aren't as bad as I thought they were. Um, and the only reason <laughs> I watched them all is so I could go watch Wonder Woman '84. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we definitely have a lot of a lot to say, and I'm just pumped to be doing some really uh, nerdy shit because we've. We do, we do whatever on this show, just because we, like we said when we started this, we're nerdy for movies, so yeah. we'll do it all, but the the goal is to keep it, once theaters open be up back uh, open back up, it'll be a lot easier to stay a little more nerd-centric, so this is a big, big deal for us. It's going to be fun. But speaking of all that, since that's all action-packed, let's talk about some action <laughs> movies. Uh, uh, I grew up... Uh, I was born in the 80s, Ben kind of grew up in the 80s, and that was the, the, the hot spot for action movies, so where, the, where the, all the best, all the good stuff is, so um, we just figured we'll go through all our favorite, like, big action movies, and then we'll, we'll discuss it as we go, and talk about the good, the bad, and the, the rise and the fall, and then the, the change and all that jazz, so... Yep. What do you think like kicked it off? Like what's the what is the earliest like 80s action movie that you remember being like a big deal? Um big action movies in the 80s, I mean, you're looking at the the original Die Hard. You're looking at the original uh uh, uh Lethal Weapon. Those are action. Uh anything Arnold put out in the 80s was what really made the genre. And Stallone really didn't start doing like major. He did Rambo. But that was his only real action action movie. Everything. I mean, I don't consider Rocky an action movie. Uh, I consider that more of like a drama. No, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it, yeah, it has action, but that's more of a of a serious yeah. movie. If you want to like go an action back, movie. <laughs> if you want to go back, you're looking at like uh, Delta Force uh, with Chuck Norris. I mean, Chuck Norris really, yeah. <laughs> no pun intended, kicked it off. Uh, in in uh, Delta Force and all those. Um, there's another one. There's a yeah. The, the, the real king of the '80s were were Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yeah, but then you also had you also had Chuck Norris in there doing stuff. 
I would never say I wouldn't say that he was ever as big of a deal, but well, he's he has the earlier ones though. If you want, he started in the seventies, yeah, and started doing them, and then hit, when the eighties hit, then you started getting your big stuff. Yeah, the first big one was probably First Blood because that was early eighties, and that was a huge deal because it was also based off a book. And then you had like Terminator, which is still. That's 84, so that's pretty early on in the 80s. I mean, you could go even further back if you wanted to and uh, think um, Clint Eastwood doing like Every Which Way But Loose. I mean, those are action-packed. Yeah, well, that's more of a con. If you're going that, I'd say probably like the Dirty Harry films. <laughs> yeah, Dirty Harry. I'm just saying, I mean, it, it does, it gets big. But yeah, I think Rambo started it all, and then Arnold just took off with... Terminator. I don't know. Terminator's more horror to me and suspense. It is, but it it it's what started his like action career. Yep, yep. Because you just had this like there was something about the eighties that like for I don't know what the fuck was going on that made everything so like raw and like pushing the edge and shit on everything, but it's like. There's action movies where like hundreds of people die, <laughs> like like Commando, where he's doing like a ten minute scene of him just shooting people left and right. All right, so the other movies I was thinking of with Chuck Norris was uh, Missing in Action. Those were <laughs> those are straight up action movies, and those were um, eighty, yeah, eighty four, eighty five, which is funny because you got Missing in Action in eighty four, and then Mission in Action. To the beginning, which took place after Missing in Action, but was filmed after or before Missing in Action. Was <laughs> they did the they did the first one second, and the second one first. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead. You had like a lot of like crossover too, because there was a lot of like big sci-fi movies that were considered action movies. But what we're talking about is more like The Predator and Die Hard and RoboCop. Like all these movies are. Action movies. They're we, 80s action movies. Like, Star Wars just happens to have action in it, but it's not an action movie. No, it's, it's a, a sci-fi, sci-fi movie. Straight up sci-fi, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I see on uh, lists like Top Gun's on lists. It's like, there's not much action in Top Gun. <laughs> no. No. Um, some of the ones that I used to watch, like uh, American Ninja, that was a great action movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, come on. You, I mean, that was some of the best ninja anything ever. Um, let's see. What else you got, Josh? What are, what are you thinking that you watched or something that didn't take off in a giant franchise, but you remember as an action movie? Um, anything didn't take off. Yeah, there's been a few action movies out there that were great, but didn't have like didn't spawn any major like. Let's make a third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, franchises. There's something that I just haven't like seen. Like Big Trouble in Little China and stuff. I've never actually oh, seen that. Like, I know everyone says it's great. Escape from New York. And we'll see. I watched Escape from New York, and everyone raved about it. And everyone said, like, "Oh, Escape from LA is awful," but Escape from New York is amazing. I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like, saying. Kurt, Kurt Russell is yeah. Kurt Russell is great. Like as Snake Plissken, but the movie itself is dog shit. Like it's boring <laughs> as hell. But action movie that didn't make a huge franchise because they made one, it took years to make the second one, and they both were shit. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. either one of them. 
Um, that's good. That's that that that's that's one of the best like examples. Like Commando probably has to be the most actiony action movie ever made. Oh man, I love that movie. <laughs> like I love that movie like I said, so much. There's like that ten minute scene where he's just killing people. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no words. He's literally just shooting people for ten minutes and yeah. firing a rocket launcher. <laughs> I can't. I can't explain to you how much that movie means to me. I just, I watch it and I'm just silent. And it's like, oh, this is a me. But I know every scene and I know almost every line from it too. So it's awesome. Yeah. And the and, whole uh, reason we're doing this action, action episode is because we're going to be doing Commando later this week. So you, this will come out so on Monday exciting. and then our Commando commentary will come out on Friday. I think I'm going to have to wear like camouflage oh. makeup. It's camouflage stripes on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I know nobody's gonna see my face, but I still wanna do it. Uh yeah. And we've done a we've done a great deal of the the big action movies from the from the eighties. Yeah. Our our second episode or no, our first episode ever. My probably one of my favorite action movies from the eighties, Robocop. Hell yeah. Yeah, RoboCop's a tremendous action movie. And then it the just amount went... of blood and gore in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the rest of the series is shit. I cannot stand by any of this. Yep. But did you ever the watch the cartoon was when it was on? The cartoon was pretty good. Yeah, there were a couple different cartoons. I mean, the original '80s cartoon, like the one that came right after the first movie. It yeah. was good. It was good. What else, man? There's there's so many different action movies out there. Predator's great. We did an episode on Predator. We did an episode on Die Hard. Um, I did not see that whole Predator weapon, franchise like going as far as it did. Like, it's kind of keep... like the RoboCop franchise, though. Like The first one's amazing, and then the rest just missed the mark for some reason. Yeah, but then they're doing crossovers with Alien and all this other stuff, and it's like, wow. I didn't realize it was going to go so far, or I don't think anybody realized it would. But the first one is just genius. That's... That's some of the best movie out there. Any, yeah, pretty much wanna, any we action do movie. We'll do the second one sometime. We will. We'll get yeah, it. Yeah, we gotta do the second one because I haven't. I've never watched it. We have it. Any uh, any movie with Arnold in it that's an action movie. Oh, Running Man. The Running Man is one of his best too. Uh, Jesse Ventura back at it again with Arnold. That's right. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> it was such a great movie. I love that movie. It paved the way for the weird uh, thing about the eighties was. Arnold would do all these like action movies based on books, like The Running Man and yeah. uh, uh, what's the other one? Total Recall. I love Total Recall. And uh, from what I've heard, both of them are very big departures from the actual books. Like well, The Running sure the Man is a Stephen King short. <laughs> yeah, well, The Running Man's written by fucking Stephen King. Yeah, but I can't, I can't read his more. shit. I can't. He's so wordy. I can't. I can watch his movies. I can't read his books. Yeah. But uh, then we get to like the later '80s, and things start start to not go downhill immediately. But the rise of like actors that are going to kind of kill this genre start. Uh, you get your rise of your John Claude Van Dams and your Steven Seagal's, which they they came out of the gate hot, but they took an immediate left turn and went downhill. <laughs> Yeah, I think the first 10 years of Steven Seagal's career was phenomenal, and then after that, he just went to shit. 
Yeah, it was once he, he was, did that movie. What was that movie he did with Rus- with uh, Kurt Russell? Executive oh. Decision. Yeah, yeah. Where he gets and killed they promoted off it like play. it was gonna like. Yeah, they promoted like Segal and Russell <laughs> teaming for the first time ever, and it's like yeah. ten minutes into the movie, Steven Segal dies. Yeah, so that's where it was awful. So in. Now he's just a fat, bloated piece of shit that tries to make, like, cop movies and shit. And he's just like, dude, you need to quit. You need to just stop. Hangs out with Kim Jong-il. He's so bad. And Jean-Claude, he, Jean-Claude Van Damme had a good stretch of of movies there. And then I think Street Fighter kind of killed. Yeah, well, I mean, Bloodsport and uh, Kickboxer coming out of the gate with those. And then, like, uh... Universal Soldier is awesome. Yeah, it, but once he did Lionheart, Lionheart just started dropping it. It was awful, awful, awful. And then from well, there... Well, once he did Street Fighter... Yeah, that... Oh, that didn't help. I think help. that's what kind of, like... I think that's what, like, did him in in the public's eye. Yeah. Because <laughs> after that, he had, like, a few more, like, biggish movies. Like, Double Take and, like... What was the one he did with Dennis Rodman? <laughs> oh, God. He did that movie with Dennis Rodman, and it was like, that was really like the death nail of him going straight to video. I remember that, but I can't remember what it was called. Like, Double Dribble or yeah. something. I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, double Derp. But then even, like, as you get into, like, the 90s, I mean, it started with everybody. It was just like a a string of bad movies kind of was, like, putting putting this genre to bed. I think they started adding too much comedy into them to to draw you know bring back the the reality of killing somebody, and all your actors are more pretty boys instead of tough guys. So, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like the big actors that were already established, they just started making like bad decisions. Yeah, like role, movie role wise, like Stallone did like Stop or My Mom Will Shoot and <laughs> Judge Dredd, and people nope. are just like, what the fuck is this like? <laughs> Stop or my mom will shoot's hilarious because, uh, like, Stallone got really paranoid that, like, he wanted as many of the big roles. Like, he didn't want Arnold to steal all his roles. And Arnold had, like, his agents tell Stallone's agents that he was he was going to take Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> so Stallone was like, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it right here. And it was just a lie. He was just lying because he knew the movie was awful. <laughs> So then he got he got himself contracted into doing this shit movie because he thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to do it for. So that Dennis Rodman one is called Double Team. So we were close. Is that Double Team? Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, the other one where he played, but twins he also was did a movie. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. He played. He played <laughs> yeah, twins. Yeah, like back to back double movies. Yeah. So. So stupid. Well, ninety one and ninety seven, they had a big span between them. Oh really? Yeah. I feel like those were like I thought those were like right on top of each other. Nope. But then Arnie started doing like last action hero, which people like, but it kind of like it just spoofs on everything so much that it kind of like killed it. <laughs> and then Twins. Well, Twins is Twins is great because it's just a comedy, but it's like he, then he did Junior, and then oh, that was like that kind of that tanked him a bit. <laughs> horrible yeah and then it just kind of like settled down and died like the the, also the like transition of movies like batman like batman was considered an action movie and batman returns was considered an action movie and then 
like Batman Forever tried to hold on to it a little bit, but by the time you get to Batman and Robin, which was like all these other big stars were kind of like out of it by then, like that movie was such a joke that there just became this like gap where they would try to make big action movies. Like Arnold did a movie called Collateral Damage, which is that, actually really good. But it got derailed because but, of 9-11. Like, that, that, got, that got pushed yeah. back. That got pushed back, and I think that hurt him a lot. I think 9-11 actually crushed that film. And you did have, like, fleeting ones. Like, there were, like, bright spots here and there. Like, you'd get speed, which there isn't a lot of action in speed, but it is still, like, filmed like an yeah, action movie. it was good. Yep. Or, like, like Bad Boys. Bad Boys is fantastic. Oh, like the whole series. The whole series is fantastic. What about uh, The yeah. Sixth Day that Arnold did? That was pretty good. Oh, God. Nah, oh really? You like that? The one where he gets cloned or whatever? Yeah, I didn't hate that one. Oh, and the, so weird. the eraser, when he did the eraser, that, eraser. that wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> awful. I'm just kidding. I'm just... He shoots the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, so I'm just bad. throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it'll stick now. That just <laughs> Those are awful, awful. But movies. they did. they did keep trying, and they just yeah. weren't. For some reason, they just weren't good, and I think it was a lot of, like, the rise of parents groups and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but it's like, these movies aren't for kids. Like, you were wrong in the 80s to be showing this to your children, so they don't need to be censored in the 90s. You just need to stop, like, you need to start controlling what your children watch. Yeah. What about, uh... Because, like... They made Assassins with fucking Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas, and that movie should have been huge. But yeah. apparently, it's garbage. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I thought it was uh, just kind of half-assed. I didn't care for it. What was that? What's that? Yeah. Uh, Once upon a time in Mexico. That that one was not awful. That's an oh, Desperado movie. is fucking fantastic. Yeah, Desperado. Yeah. Yeah, but Once Upon a Time in Mexico yeah. was the second. Was the second is a sequel. Yeah, the sequel to that. Yeah, so I thought those were a good series. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't hate that. I love Desperado. Yeah, yeah that movie's fantastic. Good. Well, didn't Antonio Banderas did Zorro too? That I don't know what you want to call that. Was that comedy? Was that action? Was that what? I think that's like an action great. adventure movie. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of moved more towards that. Like then you got like the mummy with Brendan Fraser and stuff, and it's yeah. like that is an action movie, but it's mostly like an action adventure movie. Like there's a lot of searching and researching and shit like that. Like, and then you got into the 2000s, and that's where really like the rise of superhero movies kind of became the new version of the action movie. And 20 years later, here we are talking about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's still and it's still big. Yeah, and it's huge. and then they like they tried to come back. They tried to come back with like the Expendables and stuff, and they like they did okay uh, for a short time, but they're not they're not good. <laughs> like they they are cheaply made, and the the stories are awful. Oh, and the, even the acting is awful. It's like you guys had yeah, your that, time. That, it's like oh, the first Expendables. It looks like it's a TV movie. Like yeah, the way it's filmed and stuff. It, like yeah. it's so cheaply produced. It's so like all of the money must have went to the cast. But have okay. there been any like good action movies that aren't superhero movies in the last twenty years that you can think of? I guess they're all kind of like sequels, like 
the four, the fourth Rambo movie was fucking amazing. It, oh, and and he's I think still it, in the jungle and shit. Yeah. Well, even the last one wasn't awful. Where he goes yeah, to no, Mexico. I haven't seen the last one. It wasn't. I mean, it yeah. was a good heartfelt story, but it was still action. I mean, he just runs people over, just blows through them like crazy. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Hmm. Action. Now that's not a sequel. John Wick. Well, no, that that's not a superhero movie. Yeah, I guess John Wick would be the biggest biggest one. Yeah, John Wick is just bloody. Uh, it's full of action. You, it, to me, is probably some of the best action movie I've ever seen. And I'm stoked for whatever yeah, the he wants to do. Is amazing. Oh, and I mean, Keanu Reeves can do no wrong. That's all I'm saying. I think he's just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, dude, I could do it all. <laughs> Dracula? What? You want me to do what with what? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I love him. We Even still in have the to do Bill, Bill, and Ted. Bill and Ted 3 sometime. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, listen. We still have to do that. And I'm, on board I'm not looking that. forward to it. Uh, I love those movies. I just don't even, like, even the way they're dressed, I'm just like, this isn't going to be the same. <laughs> like, it doesn't look like they tried hard enough. They did a good job. No, they did. I thought it was pretty good. So I don't consider, yeah, like... I'm not... What about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and all those? Are those... Those are, what, more action? Adventure? Yeah, they're just like a big, like, popcorn movie, I guess. Yeah. Nope, everything's superheroes, man. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm sure we're forgetting something there. And there's a lot of stuff like what is well, the what are those like Korean fighting movies? The Raid. Oh, and I the can't. The Raid remember. too. Like, there's been a lot of like martial arts movies like that, and we've had oh. like a lot of action shows like The Punisher and Daredevil and stuff. Though those have really good. action. Yeah, if you want to get into uh, Korean, I believe it's Korean action is Onbok, and that whole series is fantastic. Yeah. Like every single one of yeah, those yeah, has great. done phenomenal. So, Ombok the Thai Warrior. The protect- yeah, Tony Ja. Yeah, he's great. Have you ever the pro- seen The Protector? No. The no. Tony Ja? That was like the first big one he did before he did Ombok. Or oh, it was really? this like the one he did right after that. A dude throws a baby elephant by the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Me and my buddies Goals. watched that one day, and we were stoned out of our fucking minds. And the whole movie, like, that's why it's called The Protector. He is the protector of these elephants. Like, his tribe in his country, they, like, worship the, this elephant and their elephant's baby. And, like, poachers kidnap the elephants. So he, like, travels to America to find them. And he finally gets to where they are. And, uh, they fucking... They like uh, uh like they had set a trap for him, so like they get him. There's this huge, big, muscly guy, um, and they like they like get Tony Jaw and they like holding him down. And the fucking big guy grabs the baby elephant by both ears and just like flings him. And I I was so high that I was like, that didn't just happen. I totally just imagined that. I we rewound it like five times, <laughs> and I couldn't fucking breathe by how hard I was laughing. I was like, "This is amazing." That sounds. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, at least find the clip. <laughs> the Born series. How about that? That's some action shit. The whole Born series. I I, I yeah. can't believe we forgot to mention that because that whole series has been 
great from start to finish. I feel like there's just too much exposition in those movies. I don't know, man. Like, I love the first one. Like, I love the action scenes. Like, that pen fight is fucking amazing where he's stabbing the dude with the pen. But there's just so much confusing talk that it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. (laughs) Yep. Uh, The Taken series, we didn't even talk about those. They're all basically the same thing, but the first one was great. The the first one's great. The, The second one is garbage to the point where I didn't even watch the third. But, like, Born did, Born, the first Born, Born Identity, came out the same year as the last Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. And the the whole, like, tonal change of Born and how people like that being realistic and shit is kind of what, like, relaunched into the Daniel Craig James Bond. Yeah. Because Daniel Craig James Bond is much more based in reality. He gets his ass kicked a lot. He's he, brutally beating the shit out of people. Like yeah. Casino Royale, that is a modern day action movie. That movie is fucking incredible. Absolutely. That Absolutely. scene where he's taking the fucking rope to the nuts. Oh, oh my God. Bro. I almost <laughs> threw up that watching that. Brutal. That, that yeah. made me hurt. Um, it is so rough. In the last I made one a meme of, that, of that with Bernie Sanders sitting behind I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Um, any of the Mission Impossibles from Tom Cruise, I would consider a great action movie series. Yeah, um, they really well. made a comeback there. After 3 came out, they really fucking revved back up into a legitimate franchise. Yeah. I I have a, a special place in my heart for that series. I just I think it's fantastic through and through. The the second and third one got a little slow, but then the newer ones, holy shit, dude. They do ridiculous action. Yeah, I'm glad it's over the top action. Yeah. I just kind of wish it would go back to the age of, like, brutal, like, practical effects squibs. Yes! Shooting motherfuckers up. Because there isn't a lot of that in action movies anymore. And that's kind of, like, where we talk about, like we said we were going to talk about, and we kind of did without, like, blatantly pointing it out, like, the death in the 90s of action movies, and then its resurgence throughout the 2000s. Like, it came back, and there are action movies, but they're not the same like they're not horrifically violent they're not horrifically gory like in the 80s i just watched that scene in robocop where the the fucking (laughs) giant robot shoots that dude and he's just fucking squibs busting for like a minute and a half (laughs) that's how we don't get movies like that anymore because i don't know it's the new culture the new culture is afraid of violence and they're afraid of showing violence um, and I think it's really hurting the movie franchises. I think everything has to be, uh, you know, really carefully guarded or people are going to be upset about it. Yeah. Well, and kind of for like good, good, you know, cause like eighties movies was a lot of like cops just randomly shooting people and you don't want to, you don't want to like kind of celebrate that anymore. I agree, but we allow the same thing to happen in video games that are, you know, it's unchecked. These yeah. people are the same people that are complaining about the movies having all this violence. Let their teenage kid play, you know, any of these killer video games. Yeah. So it's my problem with that has always been nobody should be complaining about anything. There are rating systems, so take responsibility for yourself and your children. Like it's very easy. It's very simple. Like don't take a child to see a rated R movie. Don't let a child play mature rated video games. It's very fucking easy. There was like a six-year-old sitting in front of me and my brother when we went and saw Deadpool 2. 
and I almost freaked the fuck out on the parents. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. No, that's your the true words, brother. You're spitting it right. Yeah. Look, there's no reason to complain. There's no reason to bitch and say that this shit just shouldn't be made. It should be made. It shouldn't be made. If you, you Like, parents are the ones to blame. Don't let your fucking kids play it. Yep. Don't let your kid play Grand Theft Auto and then try to say that your Grand Theft Auto is making your kid violent. Your kid's not supposed to be fucking playing it. Yep. So the game's not making him violent. You're making him violent by letting him play it. Simple as that. This guy right here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> and that was our back-to-school yeah, so special was... with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that was our chat about action movies. Like like I said, we just wanted to talk about it because we love action movies, and we'll be doing Commando this coming Friday. We're super pumped oh, for yeah. that. So, uh, Let us know on Twitter, what's your favorite action movies? What did we miss? Um, we definitely left out a whole shitload of stuff. Oh, I'm sure there's um, a ton. Yeah. We we kind of had to throw this episode together because we were supposed to record yesterday, but Ben was uh, feeling the effects of his second vaccine shot. So Oh, my God, it was we're awful. Doing this late night. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he was all tuckered out. So that's all right. This is still a good one. Tuckered out? I felt like I got hit by a truck. A yeah. big truck. <laughs> and then it backed over me. And then it rode over me again. And then I got thrown off a cliff. And then drowned. Because <laughs> I'm still tired today, but much better than yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like we said, we'll be back Friday with Commando. With great Arnold Schwarzenegger. So prepare to see our voices come back. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. Email the show if you have any fun, like, convention stories or celebrity meetings or anything at all that you think you that we would like to know. Uh, email the show, fmbn, the number four and the letter u, at gmail.com. We'll give you a shout-out and read it on the show. We have great merchandise on TeePublic. Ben, what's TeePublic? TeePublic.com forward slash fnbn. Click on the link. There's so much good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Hell Lots yeah. of good stuff. And we will return on Friday. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Poor Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. Mm-hmm.